there guys on everybody on and today this is my um, very first talking about my mental health background the reasons why I started making videos about my the start and even the start of me having the nervous breakdown I really really thought I didn't I never went through I start so guys basically the start of it all, when I was going through this mental breakdown in life, the start of it, I never knew I was doing going through it at the time. I had a lot going on in my life. I had my mum always ill. She had um, this lymphedema problem where it was basically damaging all the inside she's got. She's got um, really, lymphedema was on her stomach and that was damaging all the insides and... Um, Near to the end, when I started work, um, about five years ago, she got bed bound and housebound. I mean, sorry, um, housebound first, and then she got um, bed bound. We all as a family, my dad was dealing with it really well, actually, my dad was. My sister, she had her own problems before this. So she had mental health before um, my mum got really bad. As a family, we were going through the hard times and we couldn't help my mum. Not to the point where we we wanted to get the lymphedema away and to get it back to normal, really. We couldn't do that, so we, we just helped her. When it all started, I started my job. So um, when I was doing my, my job, I started to think out of the box. I had money coming in regular. So daily, I mean weekly, I was getting money coming in. So I start, I made um, a computer case, built that into a com my desk, got my desk up and running. Um, I had two computers so I can live stream, be, um, make YouTube videos and stuff like that, daily content, because I was working nights. Um, so I basically, if you look at it, I had two or three jobs on a go. So I was helping my mum, I was doing my um, online profile, trying to make that as a full-time job. And um, I had my night shift as well. So I was doing three jobs at once, and um, one of them had to go. My idea was a name for myself anyway. Um, Daniel Dudley was a name what everybody knew enough knew because um, my videos are getting quite a few hits and stuff like that for gameplay videos and everything. I was doing daily gameplays, daily recording um yeah, daily recordings and daily um, streaming. I wasn't. I was getting about two or three hours sleep at the time, and in that time frame, I was doing live streaming and recording videos and editing videos at the same time. And once in a while, if my mom needed me, I had to go downstairs and help my mom. So I was doing all that, and then. When I had to go to work, I went to work. Um, I had um, a YouTube plaque come to me. Um, threw that in a bin. After 
when I mean mental breakdown, so I lost uh, I lost a lot of stuff when I had this breakdown. But I'll come I'll come back to that in a minute. But when I was going through that, I stopped. I deleted YouTube. I mean, I kept YouTube, but moved it over to blogging and like weekly blogging every Friday when I was off work. I went out and took photos of um, countryside and stuff like that. So I went from gaming to blogging weekly. So I was blogging weekly, so I had a bit more time sleeping and everything like that. But at th this time, at this moment of time, my mum was getting worse and my mum had to have daily care workers coming in, people looking after her and everything like that, and I was one of them. So I had to do that, but I was doing, I was still doing the blogging side of it all. Gaming was slowly going because I I was so much in front with my game my gameplay videos. I was so in front. I had enough to like slowly come down. So one week was like three videos a week. I mean five videos a week then. Three, two, one, bang, nothing, just streaming, um, just weekly videos of me going out and taking photos. I but first went out, did videos for them, going, going out and stuff like that, and then work. Like my mom, even my videos got affected. This is, I think this is where, um my breakdown started if you understand me i never noticed it in my life in, in my eyes i never really noticed i never you don't when you're going through it yourself when you're going through the mental breakdown yourself or anything like that you don't notice it you don't you don't pick it up you read about it you see it and i saw it with my sister okay i saw my sister Eating rock bottom in a, in a life, losing everything, um, and it having a mental breakdown. I saw my sister doing it, so I thought, oh, okay, and I will notice it. I will see it, and you you don't you you don't see yourself going through a mental breakdown. But when I was going through it anyway, I started to lose interest in stuff. One of the interests I was I lost interest in was obviously gaming. Never thought about that. I thought, oh, okay, I like I like going out. I like taking photos. So I went to taking photos and doing stuff like that. So I thought, okay, I never lost interest in gaming. I, I did in my life anyway. I always lot like come go from gaming to do something else and then go back to gaming. So I've always done that. You know what I mean? So I don't nothing of it. So I went. I was taking photos, lost interest in that, and lost interest in taking, doing vlogging, blogging. My, um, I once again, I had enough content to last me a couple of weeks, and um, after a while, um, I didn't upload videos for I think seven, seven or four months. Sorry, four or five months. I didn't upload videos for them that long. I had people contacting me saying, how are you, um, 
I hope you're alright, I hope you're doing alright and all that caper, asking if I was alright. Um, I didn't email them back, I didn't comment, I just left it, and then, out of the blue, deleted my YouTube channel. So I had no YouTube, nothing really, I had nothing to work for. My YouTube channel with over a million people who wanted to watch me were boom, gone, like nothing was there. My YouTube plaque, I had um, threw that in the bin. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> um, I'm so embarrassed for doing it, but it must have been a reason behind it, and I don't know why at this time, a point in my life. But, um, did that. Um, started to basically live in my car. I was sleeping rough. Um, five days a week, I was in my car sleeping. I don't know, I don't even, I can't remember most of the stuff. So, I went to work. I can't, sometimes I can't even remember going to work. So I don't even know if, don't even know if I went to work. I know I missed days off and I was bunking work. I was missing days and stuff like that. This is where it went really dark and unusual for me. Because um, I was in, I thought I was enjoying my job. I thought I was enjoying my life. I thought um, everything was going great you know what I mean even my mum turned around to me and said god you're doing you're doing great for yourself and she was so proud of me she told me enough times she was so proud of, proud of me sorry guys um that bit was a bit emotional um I was getting praised all the time and um every time I think one point my mum was noticing um softened with me and she contacted me on Facebook saying, come home, I know you're sleeping rough and I don't know why, just come home and we can talk about it. That was the last war and I, I had an holiday booked to go to Scotland to take photos with a friend um, and we, this is in 2008, I went to work got fed up of sleeping rough and everything like that. I had a knife in the car, cut, I was cutting my wrist, um, like in Kintal, I'm, I've still got a mark, that's the cut on my wrist where, where I tried to self-arm, it's all the way round, because it, it didn't work there, so I cut all the way round, it was very deep bleeding, I've got them on both wrists, this one's gone. But this one here is the deep one I did. Um, that's the one where I thought to myself, Beeb, work, I need my head sorting. But I didn't do that. Um, I went up to my boss and said, I quit. Here's my card, I quit. Um, I quit. Um, went home. Didn't tell nobody about it and went on holiday, um, came back, spoke to my human resources about what happened and why it work Monday. I, um, 
I did one day shift because I was still working nights. I did one day shift, and um, that was a Monday. I did a Monday shift, and then a day after, I went back to work, normal time, did my normal shift, was thinking about doing my normal shift, and then suddenly I had a thought in my mind this when it, or this when, after when um, I did it, I, I knew I had a breakdown. Um, I went. I got. I went to work, normal time, did everything I normally do. Um, and went. Was waiting to go into work because I was a bit early. Actually, too early. Um. And I. I thought to myself, what's the point? Nothing going right. I've lost everything. I never. I haven't lost everything. I've. I've still got everything there. You know what I mean. But in my mind, I lost everything. I lost respect from the people I work with. I've lost. I had a lot of stuff going through my mind at the time. Nothing. Everything I was thinking, I couldn't think of no other way out from it. So I got back in my car, drove to um, this bridge got to the other side and I tried I was on the other side of the bridge left my car I don't even know how I drove there that's how crazy it was and um, I was on the other side of the bridge somebody stopped me jumping basically and helped me through it went to a mental hospital um, and then I had a couple of weeks there, started doing, I, did, I think I did one one night on night and all the thoughts and bad times came back because I was still, I had to care, we had to care for my mum, this is where the carers came in and um, slowly getting the help we needed. Because my dad was having a breakdown as well, my sister was and I was. So, my mum knew. I think that's where my mum started to give up. And it was, it started to get harder. Because um, I noticed my mum not, she wasn't giving up. She just noticed we were all finding it very hard and um, all of our lives were on a standstill because of my mum. We wanted it like that because um, we knew we had to look after my mum. We had to, you know what I mean, with, with me and my sister, it was my time and my sister's time to look after somebody who looked after us through all my life. So that's where we that's where it was in two that's that's just in two thousand and eighteen and two thousand and nineteen. But I was coming out of in two thousand and eighteen sorry, at the end of two thousand and eighteen, um I was coming out of the mental 
breakdown problems I was having. I was having tablets. Um, I don't. I don't agree with tablets. I don't. I don't. If I feel better, I don't take them anymore. I know. I know that's the wrong thing to do, but I've noticed talking in front of a camera, blogging, and using TikTok helps me. So that's how I. What happened? Um, I just found myself better. Found a way of talking in front of a camera again. Um, so I was using. I started on TikTok, and then I I made a a blog channel. Um, I made oh yeah blogging um, page. So I, I was blogging and I was using TikTok to talk about my problems. I was doing. Talking about the problems, what I was going through with my mental breakdown after, I mean, and just putting videos out there to show men, mostly, men. I think, I think I noticed my video first before anybody else's, you know what I mean? I wasn't, at that time, I wasn't looking at videos where, okay, if this guy does videos like this, why can't I do like that? Not to try to copy him, just to try to make my videos better for putting my story out there, basically. Because I'm not here to um, help anybody. If I help you, it's a bonus, if you understand me. It's just to put my story out there and... To basically, to try to show you there is a light at any end of the tunnel, however long it is, and everything like that. That's basically the story behind it. And in 2019, I was still getting over it, over my mental breakdown, getting back to stuff, getting a lot of content out there again. I was doing another comeback to my gaming and blogging and everything like that. I've got I had other channels going, um, and I was doing quite well in work as well. I was working days. I was not making a lot of money, but enough to do what I want to do in my life. I noticed. Um, TikTok mental health was doing really well and then um, I wanted to do a comeback to gaming and blogging and taking photos and drawing as well that was another thing I wanted to I, like, I knew I liked doing and I wanted to put videos out there um, not videos um, photos on Instagram and we had a new dog um and we had a cat as well so through the time when i was getting better and i think i lost two dogs in this time i lost one about three weeks before after yeah three weeks after i've had my mental breakdown and coming out of hospital and everything like that i we lost the dog that really, really at home I did. I think I wasn't ready for it. And lucky I was still taking the tablets at the time. 
didn't do no videos about that. So you don't see no, nothing about that. My second dog, he died about two months before my mum's death. So we lost another dog. But um, in between of them, two dogs we lost. Um, we gained a, dog, a cat. My sister gained a cat first and then I gained a cat. And now we got another dog named Red. Red Rusty. And he's made everything so much better. If anything happens to him, I don't know where I'll be standing. Because he's been through two, two breakdowns in, with me. So... I know owning a dog, people probably, if they, if you never owned a dog, you probably think, it's just a dog. It's a pet, you might think, because your cat is the same. But them two, a, a pet is a family member. So when you lose a pet, it takes a lot from you. But anyway, um, in 2019, near to the end, actually no. Coming up to um, June, January, I mean. Yeah, January. Um, after my sister's birthday, we we suddenly lost my mum. What happened was, I went to work like normal, doing all my shift. I think it turned about three or five o'clock. I can't remember. But... Um, my phone was obviously in a locker, like it should be. And my sister had to call work to tell him I need to go home. I mean, no, I don't need to go home. My mum my has to go to the hospital again, um, like normal. The normal situation when the case, like, she was... How it was, normally... Um, my sister calls me, tells me my mum's going into hospital, and I say, I get the feeling like, oh, okay, it's normal, it's alright, she'll be coming back out. So I say to her, I go to her after work on a Friday, because I've got more time to go to see her on a Friday, because I finish work early. But at this time, I felt weird, I felt out of place, uh, I noticed that my sister's actually talking and um, actually was on the phone. She had to bring me to my dad, and that is unusual. And my dad was upset as well. And I said to him, Okay, but my mum on. Because normally my mum can just talk even when the doc, when, she, when she's in the ambulance. And he, he, my dad turned around to, her, to me and said, she can't. She's um in the like it was, it was like a coma. It was like a coma. I don't think it was a coma, I think it was something else, but it was like a coma and she couldn't talk to me and I went, Okay, this is made that I thought to myself, I was thinking to myself, I have to go home. I have to be there with my mum. Um at this point, I knew work was going to be 
not funny with me because they knew what was going on with my fam, my mum, and what I have to go through. But I thought, okay, and I told my boss, I said, I have to go home. I need to go home. I went home, took a photo of what's going on and everything like that, sent it to my boss, and my boss went, just be there. So I was there. And we, we all, me and my dad, and my auntie actually, who doesn't normally go to the hospital as first thing, and my sister, my sister didn't like hospital, and she was there too, and all, all four of us were just waiting around. She didn't wake up. She never woke up. Um. She was awake, because we heard her mumbling, but she wasn't fully awake, if you understand me. She, she knew where she was, she knew what was going on, everything like that, but we couldn't talk to her. And, like you can tell, this is the last time we ever saw my mum alive. This is the worst we've ever seen her, and we didn't know what is going to, how, if she's going to come back or not. We knew from day one, lymphedema is going to kill her. But it wasn't lymphedema, it was something else. She had a gallstone as well in her stomach. Lymphedema was there, and the gallstone was there here. So, what happened once was slowly when the lymphedema was growing we didn't even know about this even the doctor didn't even know about it even my mom didn't even know when the lymphedema was growing the gallstone was getting deeper and deeper and deeper of the insides of the everything what it got in the insides was getting deeper the gallstone was getting deeper and deeper into that and um Basically, the gallstone killed my mum. And we knew about that. We didn't know how long we had. So, I think I was in the hospital with my dad for three days. And in them three days, my mum died. And the oddest thing I found with myself through grieving, with, um, I always remember how my mum looked in the coffin. But um, the last thing I said to my mum, it was so, so bad. I basically said to her, you are coming back, you come back. I was thinking of myself, not my mum. And... I know I can see the comments now, but um, you want, because it's your mum and your, it's your parent, you want them to come back straight away. You want them there, there for you and nothing else. But um, we, I had to go back because we had this new dog. He's a puppy and um, we 
we knew, me and my sister knew we had to go back. Uh, my dad, I think this is the worst I've ever seen my dad. And my dad never left my mum's side. Me, auntie, she went home because she's an old pensioner. We had to go home so my sister can have some sleep. I didn't have none sleep. I was, um, I did a TikTok video about it. It was too long, so I didn't even bother uploading it. My sister said, I think it was about five o'clock in the morning, the next day, day after Monday. Five o'clock, my sister woke up saying I'm having a shower, so she was having a shower, and I woke up. I mean, I I was going to have a shower after my sister, and I said to my sister, I'm not having a shower. I'm going to the hospital now. Um, and when when we were getting changed, we had a phone call off my dad. And my dad basically told us she's gone, she's dead. Um, and like I say, when you have the feeling of something like that, and you think to yourself, I need to go now. Just go. Five, whatever. And we got a ticket. We weren't bothered about the cars. You know what I mean? And, um, sorted that out. Went back to my mum. And this, I don't normally kiss people. I don't normally hug people. I don't normally do anything like that. But with this time, Augie, my mum, I thought it would be the last time I could do it. So I hugged my mum, kissed my mum, and to see my mum how she was at that time, I thought at least she's out of her pain and now she's in a happy place and everything like that. But I wish I never looked. I'm not saying to other people. It might help you to do that way, but I was never looked. Because every time, at that point anyway, I I only saw my mum when she was dead, not when she was alive. I only saw her when she was dead. Um, and once in a while, I just, when I went to bed, I never, after my mum's de- death, I never had any sleep. I think the most sleep I've had is like one hour sleep. So every time I went to bed, closed my eyes, even just closed my eyes to relax a bit. When I was in a shower, just I've washed my hair. I just closed my eyes. Um, I saw my mum, like how she was when she when I saw her after she died, and also the thing I can remember as well what gives me good memory is what I was never there I'd never got there in time we had to sort out parking that was annoying bit um, but my dad turned around to me and said with my mom's last breath that's when she died with my mom's last breath she said to me dad and Aunt Monica, 
my auntie, I mean, never, she basically told me auntie, never leave our side, and my auntie hasn't yet. Um, and she, she told me that, tell me and my sister, she's very proud of him, of us both. And, um, and she basically said to me that, for me, this is just for me, she, she basically said, keep on doing what I'm doing for mental health, because um, it's a good thing, and it's helping me, and it's going to be helping other people. And since my mum's death, I've seen the growth for mental health on TikTok went go really high for myself. But, um, just knowing my mum said that and my mum's proud of me, it helped me through the very hard times I had to go through since then. Um, I was, like I said, I was getting over the grieving side of it all. I'm still grieving now and it's unbelievable how much grieving you do actually go through and I just never knew how awkward it can be with losing a parent but anyway um, with from there like I say I, I did I did it rock bottom again this is the second time second time I hit rock bottom and hitting rock bottom after losing my mum was um, the last roar, really. Um, I was in front of my computer thinking about going live, gameplay, um, blogging whenever I, when I was out. Um, I couldn't work again because um, I didn't feel safe, really. I tried to commit suicide again. Um, I thought to myself, what's the point? Because my dad was still working. I couldn't talk. I felt like I couldn't talk to my dad when I could. I, I felt the same with my sister as well. And when I tried to talk to somebody like Men Unite, they are a really good company. They are a really good charity. And Samaritan's another one. When I tried to talk to them too, we, I felt I felt alone even talking to them and talking to my dad and my sister. I felt alone. A lot of times when I was live streaming, I think I was doing like an hour or 15 minutes of live stream and then turn it off. And I still didn't know my limits of my limit before my mental breakdown so the second time I had a mental breakdown I didn't even realize I was having it at the time and this this time it, it seemed like it was didn't even take as long it was bang bang I was at rock bottom in my life um I probably, f I think I felt alone because of my mum not being there. I didn't have to do a lot for my mum. 
um, my sister's way of coping was getting rid of everything. My dad's way of coping was going back to work, getting life back on track. And because of them two doing what they were doing, my sister getting rid of a lot of stuff, cleaning a lot of stuff, basically getting rid of my mum. And I thought, in my own little way, that was getting rid of my mum's memories. And I know now that isn't that our memories don't work, you know what I mean? But at that time, I was thinking, no, you can't do that, stop. And I gave up trying to stop my sister doing that. And um, about five minutes after I said to my sister, stop doing that, and you, you're losing the memories of my mum, and having an argument with my sister, and everything like that, even having an argument with my dad, I picked up a knife, went out, went to my car, drove somewhere and tried to commit suicide again. I can't remember where I went and how I got there, but I was guessing it was inside the car because I was inside the car. Um, once again, my sister was worried and the police got involved and found me. And this is where I found Menu Night. Because the copper said, We're not taking you in, we're not taking you anywhere. Um, but to, to um, help, try to help me, they tried to not take me somewhere. They didn't even want to take me in, they, they just wanted to help me. And their way of helping me, they turned around and said, Use Men Unite. He is a Facebook page. Call him, talk to him, and I spoke. To, I spoke to the Men Unite, and they helped, they helped me a lot. And we, but I was going through that. Um, and when I was talking to him, they said, "It's their way." It's, like my sister's way, my dad's way of coping with the death. Different people, they pointed me to the right way and I was making TikTok videos, YouTube videos, blogging and everything like that. I was getting back on track again. The funeral, the funeral was coming up and we were sorting my mum's hours to the coffee and then everything like that. And, um... I said to the people who who did the coffin, can I see her before she, the lid goes on top of her? We did, and that's the worst thing i ever done in my life, I think. I know it might come across the wrong thing to say, but I sometimes the only thing I can remember my mum of was see my mum inside the coffin because we, I took photos like previous and of my mum, dad, family, and everybody like that. And one of my photos was on my mum's chest in the box. Um, rest, it said, Rest in peace, a loving mum and wife. 
and so a brother because he got two brothers but um see mom we try to they try to put a lot of makeup on to make a look live if you understand me but I only can see my mom once in a while it happens and when it does happen I only can see my mom when she I was watching a coffee and I was like I, say, I was never done it but um, the funeral came up and I was trying to get back on with my life and in 2018, when I think I thought it was getting back to normal, I don't even know what happened this time. Um, suddenly I had a nervous breakdown, I was dealing with anxiety, depression really, really bad at this time. I think because I've said something online wrong about something, it didn't help with my anxiety and depression and once again um, I tried to commit suicide I couldn't see a light in the tunnel and everything was going wrong really um, it was like after, after Christmas I was finding it very very hard of coping I think it's because it's like the first year without my mum and um, something came came in post from my mum off me f I mean off my mum for me and that didn't help I was having a hard time anyway with coping with all the stress with everything because once again, I was doing everything too fast to, and um, everything like that. But um, I had psychiatrist counselling for grieving. That was going well. Um, they told me, basically, I pushed myself too hard. I do too much for myself and put myself down a lot. So I'm, I've learned now, since my last breakdown after I have literally lost everything I lost my job because I quit it uh, lost YouTube TikTok followers and I lost you know what I mean I nearly lost everything and um, that was on the last time the that was 2020 the last time I had a nervous breakdown bad one anyway I don't know what for or what about, but I think it's because uh, my mum's delivery um, is like a limited edition thing for World of Warcraft and I think it was the only thing what my mum couldn't get in time. Um, but seeing that, I think that's what broke me. But I, had, um, I started counselling with Dove and I was seeing the light in the tunnel and they they have they've helped me a lot, Dove did. They told me um stuff what I'd never no noticed in my life. Like 
I pushed myself too much. Um, I put myself t down a lot. Um, they told me a lot of stuff where I've never noticed before. And now I've, I know about that. And with that, I make myself a, a lot stronger guy. Um, they said, I told them about TikTok and how far I've got in TikTok and telling me story about him and I said oh it's, they they drudged me anyway and they went see that's what that's what they were trying to tell me and um, say I need to stop doing that but he said um, I've got the doctor turned around to me and said you've got really bad anxiety you got really bad depression um, before all this happened, I knew I got um, dyslexia, so I've got dyslexia, anxiety, depression, social anxiety, and um, like now, Kimona, the Kimona virus, I think I've got that when I haven't, it's some, it's some kind of anxiety, but um, the doctors told me I've got all these problems, um, but I don't want to go on the um, globe or anything like that because m what I want to try to do in my life now, anyway, now after I've lost everything, um, is basically to gain everything back but work from the ground up with mental health, social media and YouTube videos and hopefully in time I'll be starting a business up and I want to make my mum proud because the last time a couple of months ago I had a dream a very very dark dream really I think it was like I think I was having a breakdown and I, I don't know but I didn't recognise it because of the coronavirus and the lockdown and nothing like that and I think I never it was another breakdown but another way if you understand me I never noticed it and but I was talking to my dad and I was talking to my sister and um I had people to talk to so a good thing was this dream at home and basically I saw my mum in a coffin with me, my dad my auntie and my sister looking over on my mum's coffin the room was all dark and in this dark room it was my mum's coffin in the middle of a room with the family around it looking down saying goodbye and everything like that giving her kisses dogs putting photos on her chest like it happened and then suddenly my sister left just disappeared in the darkness my auntie just left in the darkness. My dad just stood there laughing, pointing at me. You're a failure and everything like that. Didn't think anything of it. So I put my head on my mum's chest, started crying. My dad left. I put my head up and thinking, why is it all gone quiet? And because I was turned around and looking away, looking around, trying to find out what's going on, my mum got back up, tapped me on the shoulder 
and punched at me and slapped me in the face and said I'm a disappointment in my mum because um, I'm, I've lost everything and I've done something what I've, I'm regretting and I'm not doing what I want to do in my life and that is because I wasn't I didn't realise I was um, putting everything on a standstill because of the coronavirus and I didn't need to because everything I, need, I wanted to do I could do at home in front of me so I went out bought um, a computer built that and now I'm daily live streaming daily putting video um, whenever I can I put videos out there um, doing TikTok videos talking to the community writing a book so I'm slowly coming back I'm slowly coming back to what um, I wanted to do before my mum's death before this mental breakdown I had the very very first one and I, my target now before the mental breakdown my target was to get famous and you probably can tell I was sort of sort of famous I would say um, people did care about me people when I went down to Newcastle I mean town or anything like that people noticed me and I was getting invited to go to like EA and stuff like that and um, but because my mental breakdown I couldn't go to the EA sadly but sadly I couldn't go to it because of my mental breakdown and but um, in just three years I've had all that happen to me in three years and nobody understands how hard I have actually worked to get to where I am now and my confidence it basically went down and then went back up and that's where YouTube making content online has helped me a lot and I know before I, I mean meant to break down my mum was um, trying to get me a girlfriend and I told her enough times I don't want a girlfriend I don't want a relationship at the moment and I know I'm 29 and I'm going to be 30 next year but I need it I mean that's what she said but um, and now I, now I know that I want to I'm trying to make a brand for myself um, get myself noted again but like I say um, when before my mental breakdown I wanted to get famous online famous and um I was very close to getting there. You know I mean YouTube I would I put a lot into YouTube. But now after my mental breakdown and seeing what I've seen in my life and all the hard work I had to put in before that happened because driving took me really long time anyway. Um when I was in the army that that took a lot really as well but um 
now with the online status I want to get. It's not about getting famous. It's about putting content out there. Like what I want to do. Like when I was making um, my computer. That is where I want to get famous in. Gaming and making computers. That's the bit I want to get famous in. But I want to make a name for myself. That'd be like a front. Where everybody would know me best by. Um, men men Matter 2. TikTok videos. And videos about Men 12. That's where I want my name. Really stand out. That is what my target is to get that really really stand out but it, it is working slowly getting there guys by the way guys i'm gonna cut the video short um because i'm getting a bit upset now but thank you for watching if you've gone through the same problem as me i'm sorry or if you are going through the same problem i'm sorry um but if you want to please leave a comment underneath and i'll love to read what's how you coped with your grieving or your depression and as one we are drawing together we are family that's what that's why my name is on here Dudley's and I want to make like Dudley's, Dudley's as um, a family not followers friends as a family we are as one and we just I just want to tell you all, if you do follow me on any of the social medias, you aren't just a follower, you aren't just a number, you aren't just anything like that. You are just a, you are a family member to me. You all matter at any time. So guys, please, like I say, comment, like, or dislike. And subscribe to my channel if you want to watch me through my gameplay. Have a look underneath the channels and you can see any of the links what you can do. I've got Discord as well, so thank you, bye.